So this is David Leibovitz here, and this is my third podcast. If you want to find me, I'm at davidleibovitz.substack.com. That's where my newsletter is. And you can find more about my podcast and other stories about Paris and so forth there in my newsletter. Today, I have a very special guest on. We're going to get right to it. I arrived about an hour ago, and we've been talking about French politics and cultural differences. So unfortunately, we didn't talk, we didn't record that. But we're going to talk about a specialty of France that is one of my favorite things, and obviously the passion of the owner of La Cidrerie in Paris, Benoit Merinos. How are you, Ben? Benoit. I'm fine. Hi, David. <laughs> you sent me an email and you signed it, Ben. Yeah, because people call me Ben. It's okay. Or oh, Benito. Benito. Yeah. I like Benito. <laughs> I call Romain Romano. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's just like nicknames like people are giving me, like, you know, like in uh, like restaurants and stuff. Like we don't, we never say the full names because okay. we're always in a rush and stuff. So we give the nickname. So it's well, Ben or Benito or... Well, my, my philosophy, my theory of that is it's actually easier to say names in Italian than French. Benoit. It is. It is, is a lot. Actually, Latin, Benito, Latin names are like way more easy, like to pronounce than yeah. like, uh, like uh, Davidson name, you know, like David. Yeah. Davido. David, David in French is more like David is more serious than David, you know? Yeah. I have a friend named, um, Guy and he doesn't like to be called Guy. He likes to be called Guy, the Amer or the Anglo. But it's crazy how name can be changed. Like yeah. I mean, different. Like I mean, <laughs> pronouncing. You know, like uh, uh, different country and like yeah. pronunciation. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, you can you can call me Ben. Okay, Ben. Benny. Benito. No, Benito. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because your shop is called La Cidrerie. Yeah. And I was talking to a woman who's American who lives in Paris. And we both kind of thought for a while it was called la, the cidery, which is how you would say it in English. La cidrerie is a little bit of a linguistic yes. uh, tongue twister for Anglophones. Exactly. So I, I don't know if it's like, if it was like translate in English, would it be like the cider house or the cidery? I was just going to call it Ben's House of Ciders. Ben's House of Ciders. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. That's nice. <laughs> so you have a very interesting history. I met you, I think I was walking by one day. And I had heard about your place and I looked in and I was with a friend and we went, we said, oh, let's go here. I've always wanted to go here. And you had just maybe opened and you had all these ciders and you were super nice and you were very friendly. And then when I went home, I said, I want to do a blog post about this guy because I had my blog then and I like to feature places that are new and interesting. And then I got to know you and you were really interesting. And what you're doing here is actually amazing. So just a quick introduction. This is a cider bar yeah. in Paris, and it's the first in Paris and the only in Paris. Is that correct? Yes. The concept of the cider bar mm -hmm. are like usually like you can find cider bar in Spain or in England, like mainly. In France, it's completely new. Usually in France, people to get like cider, they go to creperie, right. which is like... People doesn't like, no, you eat like cider with crepes. Yes. And we were like, we know, like, we knew, like, because we've been traveling, we've been like to Normandy, we knew, like, it was like enough, like, uh, supply and enough, like, uh, uh, cider maker, like, to, man, to make a bar, mm -hmm. or you can come to eat, like, whatever food, like, we have, like, mm -hmm. cheese, like, uh, dessert, like, burgers, like, avocado toast, and, but with cider. And like, doing it on tap, on balls, on cocktails, like, mm -hmm. just mixing everything together. And like, yeah, make the bar. Like, so you lived in China for a while. I did. And you're French. You're obviously you're <laughs> Benito. Benito. Ben Benito is not Benoit too Chinese. Is very but, uh, French. <laughs> 
But your friends are from Normandy, where a lot of cider is made. Brittany, oh yeah. no, it's okay. Oh, we're shutting this it's down. A, it's okay. I, yeah. I, I, okay. Uh, okay. You uh, tell me I'm from Normandy. I'm leaving. <laughs> okay. It's very close. Um, it is. It is. But it's kind of like a, you know, it's, it's like the kind girl. of yeah, petite guerre between like uh, Normandy and Brittany. Like, oh, we have the best cider. No, we have the best cider, okay. which is mainly. Just for French, because people like yeah. <laughs> overseas are just Nobody like, okay, cares. yeah, French cider. It's but like cassoulet. It's like down in the south. It's like, yes. this is the real cassoulet. This okay, like, so you're um, from Brittany. Yeah. But your name is Marinos. Yes, because my dad is Greek. Ah, okay. My dad is Greek. He's actually like, he actually like came from like a, a Greek community of like uh, Turkey. Istanbul. Ah, Read okay. Like, uh, so it's like a long like, story. Like, uh, okay, I'm learning a lot about it. <laughs> I keep learning more. No, we are like actually like, yeah. So my, my dad's name is like, uh, it's a Greek name. But what were you doing in China? I was, uh, I left France like uh, quite early. I quit after graduation, mm -hmm. after um, high school graduation. I, I been like six months in like a, a university of economy in Paris. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I moved to China because I just wanted like a, a year, like abroad, like uh -huh. living my life away from my parents. Right. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, then I don't know. I started like I met like the, the uh, people there. Like I, I came there actually like to learn Chinese and to know okay. about like Chinese culture. On doing it was like the El Dorado at this time in 2009. Like mm -hmm. yeah, China was like exploding and it was a lot of like job opportunity. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I started like to trade. I was like a purchasing agent actually. Processing agent. A pur purchasing. Purcha purchasing, purchasing agent. What agent were you buying? Everything. Or can you tell me? Oh, yeah. I, I bought, okay. yeah, I cannot tell you everything. But <laughs> okay. I, I bought table. I bought glasses. I bought like a pen. Mm -hmm. I was like, I had like, I was send, shipping like containers like to oh, wow. South America, okay. to Africa, to like uh, to the U.S. Like, uh, you know, when I left America, I was sitting in my apartment like eating croissants and macaroons, and you were like, you moved to another country and you're shipping tables and basins. exactly. No, it was uh, <laughs> it was uh, it was. <laughs> quite interesting like we were meeting like those like people from everywhere and we were like make them visiting factory and like we were doing like the we were agent oh wow and okay. uh, yeah it was crazy and by this time shanghai was just like it, it was it's just it was it was the that energy really was amazing yeah. yeah it was really really fun to live there so what made you come because you're People can't see you, but you're lighting up talking about China. Yeah, it was what made you come back to France? Because I stayed there five years, okay. and then my family. I was missing my family. I was, I was, um, and and things were changing. I mean, the generation of Chinese people who were who left to study abroad, like came back, mm -hmm. and they took our jobs actually. Okay, so okay. we were not even well. It was harder and harder to get visa, and like if we were working by ourselves. Mm -hmm. And like, so, um, so yeah, yeah, it was just time. Like life is, you know, like yeah. cycle, a circle, you know? The cycle, the circle of life. Yes. The cycle exactly. of life. Like, As like oh. the poetic way to say it. Okay. We'll try to get uh, some Lion King music in. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, when you, I think you told me that when you move back, your idea was to open a cider bar. Is that true or false? When I moved back at first, I was, uh, I, so I didn't have like any like uh, college degree. Okay. So I, you know, so I, I, I tried to get the same job I was doing in China and France, uh -huh. but no one was hiring me. We because like, you need a college degree to ship tables. 
In France, I mean, in yes. France yes. yes. Yes, you need the in paper. In France, yes. Oh, they were yeah. offering me to go back there, you know, like with there. So it was, um, <laughs> so I start to, like, as everyone, my, my parents were like, okay, now live your life. <laughs> you, you left. So, and, um, so I started to be a waiter. So I was like, okay, I need money. So as like everyone do when they need money, you start back like waiting tables, waiting tables, like cleaning toilets, start your break mm -hmm. and stuff. I mean, yeah. it's, it takes some humility, you know, like to get back to the life you had and that, uh -huh. but it's, it's good at the same time because I, but now you're the owner and you're still waiting tables and cleaning toilets yes. and stuff. <laughs> so nothing changed, but yeah. uh, <laughs> so you, t you told me <clears throat> that. You were surprised that there was this whole world of cider, yeah. yet in France, there was all this cider, but people weren't paying that much attention to it. Why is that? And what prompted but, you to open this cider bar? Because it's, I'm sitting here and we're surrounded by, there's probably 85 bottles of cider on the wall. Yes. Um, I'm not going to count them, but yeah, yeah, it's, that's, it's incredible. That's almost nice. And they're all like these beautiful bottles and they're all really good cider. I've had a lot of cider from here. It's really good. <laughs> So what made you open a cider bar? Because, um, so as I told you, I came back to France. I was a waiter and like directly during my first year of waiter, I knew I wanted to open like a place. I loved the atmosphere, the contact with the customer. It was really different from what I was doing in China, but I really like to be like in the contact with the people talking, like explaining. And by this time, I was not the only like uh, one who came back to Europe from China. I had a lot of friends who live in London, who live in Bristol, England. Uh -huh. So I was visiting them on the weekends. Okay. And uh, one of my first weekends in London, I will always remember, we were in a pub and the waiter asked, what do you want to drink? And so, so I was like, I, I get a beer and like half of the table, we were 10, five other cider. And, yeah. and I was like, on tap. On tap. Yeah. And I was like, what? Are you drinking cider? I'm from Brittany, you know, but mm. I saw it was like, it was like, yeah, I drink cider every day. Like that's so, and, and all night they were drinking cider and I was watching like at the bar, they had like, uh, at least like as, um, as you said, Tiroz, uh, on tap draft, a uh, draft. On yeah. Tap, yeah. They have like, uh, like five beer and five cider and you can choose the cider you wanted. And mm -hmm. for me, it was crazy. And people were drinking it. Yeah. Cause people don't didn't drink cider in France. No, no, still it's don't. not like, so, oh, they are doing it with crepes or during the yeah. chandeleur or like, you know, it's like occasionally, you know? Mm -hmm. So the so, chandeleur is like a day of crepes. It's a hot national holiday every year. People eat crepes and, and cider. So, uh, so I was, I was really surprised. So we are not different as English people. I mean, we drink basically the same things. Like we don't eat the same okay. thing. <laughs> but, but I mean, for the drinking, I mean, we, the, the, our body is made of the same like amount of water because uh, in France we're like, yeah, but if I drink too much water, I'm going to get like, you know, a stomach cramps. I'm oh, yeah. like, you know, all those. And so I, I talked to a doctor about that. He told me like, no, yeah. you're not going to get, I mean, acidity of the grapes, for example, is like, as acid and apples, you know, yeah. like, so it's just like a meat of mm -hmm. people. So it, it shocked me. And so we, I also been to Bristol and Bristol is the capital of cider, like kind of in England, in England. And so I've been to a cider bar, mm -hmm. a, a real cider bar when you can find like hundred cider ciders on yeah. top and on. And I was like, okay, okay. That's, that's what well, I Well, you mentioned to. to me, you said, you know, I, you were traveling, you said, you know, in America and in England, they have cider bars, exactly. but there aren't any in France. In New York, I've been to New York to like uh, cider bars when I was in New York, like a few years after that. Uh, I was uh, in a Brooklyn cider house in Bushwick. Mm -hmm. uh, I've been there. I've been to Hungry Orchards, uh, who has like, uh, no, uh, Bad Seed Cider, sorry, in Brooklyn. 
And it, it was crazy. I was like, okay, even in the US, I, I, I mean, and since we opened, we had like cider house owner, like yeah. bars from Dallas, yeah. from uh, San Francisco. From, yeah, now. And well, I'm, like, I'm like, okay, that's crazy. I mean, we are like, uh, we are the only country and people were telling me, oh, in England, like, oh, you're French. Oh, you have amazing cider. Your cider are the best. Yeah, people are, ex- like in America, people are paying a lot of money yeah. for bottles of French cider. Now. But we don't have a place. Yeah. Like, I was like, okay, so... It took me like it took me like yeah. It was in 2014, it, and I opened in 2019. Ah, okay. So, so it took a lot years. of time because first you tell your idea to people around you. Yes. So as you know, French people has not the same mentality as the American. The American will mm-hmm. be like, oh yeah, that's a great idea. You should do that. In French, people are gonna be, nah, it's yeah. never gonna work. Yeah. Well, if they no, never it's, heard of it, it's yes. like, what? Yeah. Why would you do that? Why do you yeah. do that? No, I mean, just open like a beer bar, like everyone else. Yeah. Like you're gonna make money and stuff. And they are not like we. It's it's a tricky. Like this is like the part of the. I don't know if it's jealousy no. or like or people like I don't know. It's it's part of the French mentality. We don't push. people people like to to be innovative exactly I'm not, i don't want to mean put words in your mouth but sometimes that's a thing about france that people say you know france it's hard to change things yes exactly. it's hard to innovate exactly on the other hand i'm finding that there's this really interesting group of young people like yourself now who are very interested in like natural wine local ingredients which sounds funny to people that don't live in france but there was a period of time where the you know french cuisine like 10 15 years ago was not so great. It was sort of a low point. And now, yeah, yeah. and now all these young people are like, there's all these produce stores selling really good local or fresh produce from small producers. But you have this cider bar. When I first talked to you, I guess I met you in 2019. You were what, the, the first? I was the third customer. Yeah, kind of. I mean, you remember it was like just like, Gray wall, like everywhere. Yeah. It was like uh, we I, just yeah. opened like a weeks ago. I think you didn't. Okay, I don't want to say. I think when I came in here, you looked a little worried because you were like, "Yeah, you know, people here don't drink a lot of cider," and now you're packed. You were just like, you know, in France, people haven't had people haven't had a place to celebrate and enjoy all these amazing ciders. And you can come in here and just buy a bottle of cider. Exactly. And some of the ciders, you know, we're, they're all over the walls here. You know, it's 11 euros we, a bottle, 13. We are like, yeah, for the taking, because uh, then after like the opening, we open like, we have like a bottle shop inside uh, yes. the bar that you cannot see because it's a podcast, but uh, it's, <laughs> it's actually like, uh, it's actually uh, on the, on the one of the wall of the, of the place. And you can just pick a bottles and drink it at home. So what is the difference um, you had sort of talked about people drink cider with crepes yes. in France. In the supermarket, you can buy cider. It's two euros, three euros a bottle, which is like yeah. two or three dollars. What is the difference between a bottle of cider like that and let's say this bottle from Iro in Normandy, or if there's one from Brittany you'd like to feature because you're from Brittany. What is the difference between like a two or three dollar bottle or three euro bottle and like a good or one of these ciders? Mainly the one you can find in the market are like industrialized cider. So it okay. means it's pasteurized, it's uh, gasification. So, so it's, it's carbonated. Not, it's carbonated, sorry. Okay, no, it's okay. It's, uh, no, no, yeah. Your no. English is perfect. It's no, better than yeah, my French. But sometimes yeah. I'm missing like, a, yeah. you know, the final. And um, yeah, so this, like all the cider we, we sell are like natural sparkling, meaning mm-hmm. uh, when you boil your cider, you leave some yeast inside okay. to, to keep the fermentation going. So it needs to be like, like an artist. It needs to be not too much because the bottle explodes, uh-huh. but not less as well because you need the spark, you know, like, and when the, 
CO2, are you so CO2, the, carbon dioxide. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, because the, the fermentation process, during the fermentation process, mm -hmm. it has like some CO2, like try to leave the balls. Okay. But it can't because it's. Uh, so it makes like automatically like bubbles. So it's still fermenting a, in the bottle. Exactly. And right now, uh, like natural wine is very popular. Yeah. This is kind of a dumb question, but it's actually kind of interesting too. Would you say like a lot of these ciders are sort of in the spirit of natural wine and the same, made in the same way maybe? I will say yes or no. Yes. Uh, now we can probably like sell uh, as this price and like with this process, people are more understanding like the what I'm doing because of the natural wine, mm -hmm. but no, because they are doing it since like, we always add those kind of products. They always exist before natural wines, before mm -hmm. is they are, they were not like, just like yeah, putting on a front scene, you know, like mm -hmm. we were just like, okay, yeah, cider is just like uh, cheap yeah. drinks you can buy and yeah. whatever the taste, whatever. And so they all, they, they all they exist. They, 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 they were there. It was just like the way like to, a spotlight, you know, like, okay. and, and like the way to introduce, to explain, because it's made like as Adam make a, like a good cider as to make a, a good wine. So cider is made from apples, of course, but it's also made from other things. It can be, it can be like, yeah, it can be like pear cider. Pear cider. For example, we have a place in Normandy called the Donfront. Mm -hmm. uh, it's between the Perche. Yeah, I will say that. Okay. Like, no, yeah, no. the Perche. <laughs> it's in like uh, uh, south of Normandy, you know, Normandy. and the Mont Saint-Michel. Because the domaine du Perche is quite famous, like for, and, uh, and it's a domaine national de Fonton, and it's like a associations, it's AOP, so right. of like pear makers. So there are 15 producers oh, that only made pear uh, makers. Do you have any of those here? I have, okay. but even better, I have like, oh, this whole book. It is a book about okay. like the Poiré d'Enfront. Okay. Because there, it is a story about these regions. Okay. This region, they say like the, the pear are like 25 meters high. Okay. And it took them 100 to, uh, no, I, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> say because in English it's, it's harder to say like. Yeah. En français. En français, c'est, ça met, uh, 100 ans à, à grandir. So it takes a hundred years for the tree to grow to the right size. 100 ans to that's a big, that's a long time. Yeah, because they are like 400 years old, like. 400s. Uh, 400. Okay, you said 100 ans. No, ça okay. met 100 ans pour produire. Ah. Uh, non, 100 ans pour grandir. 100 ans pour produire et 100 ans pour mourir. Okay. That's the poetic way like to say like those trees are, and it, they are like beautiful. It's like, I mean, I can show you a picture. Well, the French, it's very interesting how French people are very tied to agriculture. And when I moved here, I remember there was a poster of cows mm. somewhere, different breeds of cows. Yes. And Roman, my partner asked me what my favorite cow, what breed of cow was. <laughs> <laughs> Living you were like, what? Yeah, like we were like, we go to dinner parties and talk about like Jennifer Aniston's new boyfriend or hairdo. Or <laughs> someone's asking me, what's your favorite your breed of cows? cows? Oh, yeah. Look at those trees. Wow. So those are 100 years old. They are like 100 years old. And like when you, I, I, can, I can tell you, like when you are like just like at the. It's beautiful. The Comiste Doyon. I think these pairs that were right in the front. Yeah, that's those the ones. Beautiful. They are, they're like really different from, look, those trees. Oh, wow. Okay. okay so that's, that's probably like a 300 years old. So it's like. a 300 year pear tree that we're yes. looking at pictures of. So these are the trees that produce, 
Yes, yeah, Paris. Yeah. They, do, they do. This is just in a region of France. Yes, exactly. And they do fifteen. There's fifteen producers exactly. that are regulated. It's like exactly. AOP. It's, yes, exactly. They have, to they use have a certain like kind of pair. They have varieties of pair. For example, we have Jérôme Porgé, who is just there. He do like uh, four different cuvées. Mm-hmm. We have the vino made with the vino uh, type type of like uh, pear. We have the fossé, okay. who has like roses like flavor, like really light with the the pear, and it's made with fossé. We have the AOP Donfron, ah, oui, the okay. one made with Plan de Blanc, who is like uh, the origin the the apples like what from these regions. Mm-hmm. And we have the um, the variety called De Fer, who is a little bit more tannic and acid. So each of these ciders then. Usually, they're probably a mix of pears. Like, yes. Like, Calvados is a mix of apples. They usually use acidic apples. What kind of apples, like, what characteristics yeah. make a good cider? Like, sweet apples, tart, is there a variety? Or? We have, like, five types of apples who okay. make cider. We have the, you're going to translate, okay? Because I okay. don't know what to say. <laughs> we have the, um, the douce, the sweet. sweet, the douce amer. The sweet sour. Yeah. The amer. Sour. The acid, or tart, acidic, and the les amer, les amer. Uh, no, no, pardon. Okay, the uh, aigre, egg, egg is sour. <laughs> yeah. So we have five varieties okay. of of apples, and with those fives, mm-hmm. you have like probably a hundred like varieties of each like you know yeah. like each of those fives, and they are like uh, for example we have the the Marie Galante, we have the mm-hmm. Gilvic, and. So you mix between those fives. It depends what you like. The blended, like in wine, mm-hmm. you know, like you just mix what you. Yeah. Sometimes you have a like a mono varietal. You use just one varieties to make like it's like a, oh you can like use like three or you can use like two or you can use like and it make the balance of your cider. Well, that you know, I learned that in France baking here is that when people bake with apples or pears, they often use a variety because some are tart, some are sweet. The sweet ones often have a lot of flavor. It's a yes. different flavor. It's a fuller flavor. So when you make an apple cake, for example, you might mix three or four different kinds of apples. I know, you, you need to mean, I mean, the, the, the apple you use, the apple cider are really different from the apples you can find in your garden. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, as I call it, uh, pomme de table. The okay. pomme de apple, table like are the eating apples. eating apples, you know, like, and okay. the apple cider are like way smaller. And you, if you yeah, make a bite, tart. you get like tannin, you know, like yeah. it's just like explodes in your yeah. mouth. And like, but those are really like, like quince. You know, you eat quince. And I was going to talk about them. quince also, also. And you have a wonderful cider from with quince. With quince, it's amazing. It's twenty eight euros. But I'm just looking at it. It's, um, it's we have these ones, and now we have a new ones come from Italia, ah. from the Dolomite. Okay. You know, like uh, and they are made with like quince, quince cider. <gasps> the label is beautiful. And the label, okay. and he made, and, and she makes also one with ginger, ah. one percent of ginger and ninety nine percent of apples. Okay, I clearly need to come back here more often. Um, so yeah, we have like a lot of new, and some of them also made like co-fermentation. They okay. mix like a Chardonnay with apples, co-fermented together. So, so you have like grapes a, and exactly. apples. So once, once I had a uh, transparent cider here. Uh, I think it was from Belgium. Yes, it was amazing. The, yeah, it's all, yeah. it's really really like sweet, right? Uh-huh. It, because it's made with the, the this cider is made with uh, apples, like uh, eating apples. Okay, that's why you have like more the sweetness and the sugarness, like it was. Uh, I was gonna say like transparent apples. <laughs> no, I mean the color is just like no. the colors of the apple. As um, I, I explained often, is made during the um, the cuvage. The cuvage is when uh, after you like you. Uh, I explained you last time. I don't know if you remember. 
<laughs> it's quite hard to understand it to, 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 to translate in English, but is um, for example, after like you put the apples in the broyer, uh -huh, the uh, thing that cuts them up, like exactly. a chopping machine. You can you can leave it like outside mm -hmm. for a while. It give like the the skin is gonna oxid oxid oxidize oxidize. Uh -huh. Yeah, that's like a fermentation. And then yep. you can work on the colors of your apples. You can uh -huh. make at the end if you want like a darker like uh, like cider. Grapes. The like maturation of the apples is the key for the colors. Okay, so will, in the future, will there be orange cider, like skin contact, like <laughs> wine? We have one <laughs> skin contact. Okay. It's make a skin contact is a Kevry style. With what style? Uh, Kevry, you know, Kevry? Kevry? Kevry, copper style? No, you, um, it, um, Kevry is like, um, is the one they use in orange wine in, uh, in Georgia, in, in okay, Georgia. Yeah. I'm not too familiar with a lot of orange wine lore, but... Yeah, it's like yeah. a huge, like a... See, see, like um, an amphora? Yes. Ah, see, okay, okay. Uh, an like, clay. Exactly. like a big clay pot. Exactly. Ah, okay. But some cider makers are doing that. And they, they sometimes they put like the skin of the apples or the mm -hmm. skin of the pinot okay. uh, in skin contact maceration. Ah, okay. And it gives like a little flavor. So when people come here, um, you walk in, you're yeah. right in the Canal Saint-Martin. So it's actually quite beautiful here. You're right on this big canal. Yes. People hang out here in the summer. Um, it's a great place. You know, it's mobbed in the summer, actually. Um, but you have this cider bar. You walk in and you have tap. You have, yeah. I think, uh, 12 different ciders on tap. We have uh, eight. Okay. We have eight. And, and the thing is, like, the first things when you enter, I want, I want people to feel like they are not judging. You know, like, it, usually people don't know too much about cider. So it's, like, more like a... Mm -hmm. Open house, or we can you can ask whatever question you have in mind. Okay. You can, and we do cider on tap because we have like a neophyte, you know, ne neophyte, neophyte, yeah, newbie, yeah. newbies, 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 and they just yeah. like want to taste, but they don't want to take a bottle because they open on the bottle. Right. They don't know how to describe what they like in cider mm -hmm. and they don't like. If they don't want to make a commitment. Exactly. So. We do like those flights. Okay. Like, I made you one, David. Oh, thank you. We have a flight in front of us. And a flight, for those of you that don't know, like a wine flight might be like three or four different wines, like maybe three wines from the same region or three wines, like three different, like a flight of Chardonnays. You might have like a California Chardonnay, a French Chardonnay, an Italian one. You have a cider flight. Yeah. So what is... What is a cider flight and what are we drinking? So as you say, like when you hunter here and you're like, for example, with a, with a friend or with a date or whatever, okay. you know, like you, you want to like, uh, you want to try, like you want maybe okay. to try all of them, but you don't want to take a pint, you know, like 50 mm. centimeters or like a 25 because you want. So it's like glass of like 18 centimeters. Okay. Yeah. This is like, it's like a half glass. It's like, exactly. a, it's like a, like, yeah, it's like enough to get the taste. Exactly. Um, and if you like it, there's enough to continue drinking. So you you can pick. You have like the menu. Uh -huh. When you we change like every day, we change like our you know like some like okay. on top. Like we change kegs ah, for okay. other ones. Like and so it depends. If you go like maybe two times in the same week, you're not gonna have the the same ones. We try to change quite often. Mm -hmm. And uh, and now the cider. I mean, at the beginning it was hard to have like a lot of like because it's not like. Uh, in France, the culture is not like to make cider on tap. And now they are doing it more and more, right. you know? But it's, cha it's changing, okay. it's changing. Well, before we taste cider, there's a question I, I wanted to ask you. In France, when you have crepes at a creperie, like yeah. an old-fashioned yeah. creperie, cider is served in a bowl, not in a glass. And 
here. <laughs> You're making a face. Roman, <laughs> Roman's well, like, I'm joking. <laughs> Roman's like, can I have a glass, please? But where did that habit come from? We are not. We are not like quite sure. We have like a lot of like people that like theories about like uh, what uh, it happened. Theories, right? Theories. Okay. Yeah, sorry. The terrorists. Uh, <laughs> it's a lot of terrorists. Cider terrorists. About, like, yeah, from Brittany. <laughs> yeah. So we thought like uh, after the Second World War, you know, like mm -hmm. um, the cider production was like really, really like low, mm -hmm. and like uh, to survive, you know, like uh, it was like. It was a local consumption. Right. So people local in uh, people. in Brittany, like, and uh, well, I know mainly in Brittany because crepes are like first, like main, like in in uh, Brittany. They're not from Normandy. The crepes. No. <laughs> okay. Don't start. Don't start with that. Okay. Uh, no. So I mean, it's just like uh, the pair. You know, like the crepes was mm -hmm. really cheap with the, the cider who was also really cheap and mm. it was like if, if it was like if they were living in south of France probably okay. they would be you know it's just like they pair the two things they have in their garden mm. or they have like so and the buckwheat people didn't have wine glasses the buckwheat and yeah. they just have like those yeah. you know like it's just like um, un concours de circonstance <laughs> yeah, the circumstances yes. led to that. Oh, okay. uh, by this point, I mean, and they are just like, uh, and so th then we made it as a tradition, you know, mm -hmm. like we can, but a lot of tradition came from there. Yeah, okay. So these are in regular glasses. And uh, let's talk about them and taste. Um, there's four of them. And this first one here, or which way should I go, left to right or right to left? Uh, you start from this one. Okay. Uh, so it's from the... The less dry is this one is a cider called Le Masson. Okay, so it's dew. It's it's not dew. It's brut, but not too smoky. Okay, it's more. But it's really balanced. You know, like oh. it's not too sweet, not too hard. It's like one of our best seller here. It's refreshing, mm. like but at the same time, oh, it's, it's really uh, good. Yeah, it has like a, mm. a little bitter, but not too much. Quite balanced. Yeah. I, I read something recently about wine. They said people always say they don't like sweet wine, but they actually do. And when you said the word sweet. I was saying, oh, I like, I prefer brut, but this really does have this. It's like it's really flavorful, and I can it taste. It tastes like an apple. I was just buying. I was at the apple stand today at the market buying strawberries, but they had these giant apples, and it tastes like a meaty apple. Yeah, yeah, it's creamy too. And it, it stay, you know, like the, you, you told me before that what the difference between the one you can find in supermarket mm. and the one you can find here, for example, so yeah. from the, it's like. The taste after all, you know, it's not like you drink it and the taste just like the flavor just like yeah. catch your throat, you know, like, and it's, it's done. You don't, this one stay in your mouth and you can like, as a good wine, you can feel it, you know, like yeah. it stays and well, it's like, very rich. It's really yeah. rich. It's a good well. value because it's it is. lasting. And it's gluten free. Are there any sugars ever added to cider? Uh, you can add sugar. Mm. Uh, they don't, but okay. um, the second one is a triple fermentation. Okay. Made as the Belgian process of triple beer. Okay, so it's so three, three fermentation. It's nine degrees of alcohol. Okay, so it's so nine percent alcohol. Be, be careful, David. Okay, okay, no, it's okay. So this one is like really smoky and really strong one. Oh, oh yeah. That's... <laughs> oh wow. Okay, that's it's like almost completely beery, different. You know, like you see, you're turning red like you, you did something <laughs> to me. It's really, it is almost smoky. It's almost like scotch. Yeah. Wow. It gives some, but it's really good. It like is. you could put an ice cube in this and call it like a cocktail. Don't put ice cube on cider. 
Oh, Shaba. No, but if you <laughs> if you make a cocktail with it, yes, like of course, cider or something. But yeah, okay, of course, no. you can actually. This it, mm. it can be really like uh, uh, tasty with like uh, you know like if you balance it with the sirop de sirop uh, du, du sirop right. ou, uh, with like elderflower. Exactly, syrup. elderflower. Like you know, you, yeah. you can uh, find balance with the. Would you put ice in that? Like if you put elderflower syrup in it? No, yeah, <laughs> giving you a hard time. He, he wants. <laughs> I mean, actually, in England, you ask for a bucket of like ice when you order your cider. Yeah. Which is like people who ask that they, they don't actually they don't dare to do it to do that. Here. You know, people here like in Paris. When I say, "Can we get some ice for the rosé?" They get all freaked out. But if <laughs> no, you go to rosé, nice, it's okay. No, uh, in Paris, no. Yeah. But if you go to Nice, the first they bring you a bucket of ice with your rosé because it's warmer there. Well, it gets pretty hot here in Paris. Yeah, I, it's, it's excuse me, I'm I've been through a couple <laughs> of heat waves here. So, okay, guess this one. Oh. It smells. It smells like lavender. Oh, so flowers, um, not lavender. I can't. Play, it's like almost like orange flower water. When you go to taste it, you're gonna know. I won't. I don't know. I don't know, but it's really good. But it's very scented. It's amazing. A lot of people don't know that apples are roses. It's related, so it has. That's what it is. Rose in it. Okay, so I. I yeah. It takes a long time for me to come to a decision, but I. It's it's quite hard. I mean, when we say to mm. people it's like roses, like uh, cider, they are like, oh yeah, yeah, of course. But yeah. it was when we don't tell them, they are like, you know, they're like oh, hesitated yeah. between flowers. Yeah, because do they put rose uh, apple blossoms in this? They put uh, yeah, it's 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 mainly a cider. They do the cider, but at the end mm -hmm. they put like some like um, he, he has a lot of like he, he's in Britain. He's called La Vallée de la Seche, uh -huh. and he has like uh, roses like uh, area like in his. Uh, So he made this, this like a uh, syrup de... like a syrup of apple. Of, no, no, he made this syrups of like roses. Oh, okay. He made it wow. for himself. He sell it as well. So he put it in the fermentation cube mm -hmm. to co-ferment it with that. And so okay. just at the end, because if we put during it full fermentation, it's going to be like you won't taste it. No. So you have the wow. apples one in the flavor, but you also have and the nose is incredible. Yeah, it's incredible. I mean, it's interesting to have this flight. Because you're right, you don't commit to one glass, but you get to taste these. That, that the thing, because the first step was to like, to because in France, people are like, oh yeah, I don't like cider or I don't like, you know, they are like, they yeah. think it's only one cider on right. earth and like, you like it or you don't like it. It's just like, okay, if I do that, I mean, I, I'm not a huge fan of APA, but mm. I like lager, you know, like mm. beer. It's the same. I, I like white beer or I don't like, you know, I mean, it depends. Wine, I like the Pinot Noir, but the, you know, the Ma uh, Malbec or like, it, it will be like, you know, it's different tastes, yeah. you know, like people like white wine, but they don't like red wine. You have your cider is the same. You can uh, like, and the, 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 the main like gold, not gold, because gold is like, it's really like a <laughs> gold standard. Yeah, gold standard is made too entrepreneurial. But, um, so no. It's this is fascinating because I've I've had cider here before, but I've never had the flight at the flight, and I've never had. You had the flight actually the first time you came. Okay, but it was like you, you remember that. Well, I, I think by memorable. the time we just have flight. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, no, it's just like. Um, oh, okay. So this fourth one. This is like the the first ones. Yeah, I'm trying to. This one's not my favorite. Okay. This one is the... Uh, You're looking at me funny. Like. No, no, no. This one is like, is a Basque cider. Okay. It's a Spanish cider. So 
Et they, they are usually they, it's it's a way to drink back cider. Mm -hmm. Usually you pour it from the the barrel. Yes, exactly. Oh, you do the you yeah, know the higher. pouring. Yes, exactly. We have the bottles, so it makes it's a it's a steel water, uh, steel water still cider. It's a steel cider. Okay. So it has like the when you, you pour it from like really high. Oh, it makes you know, it. It uh, makes it like you know, and uh, usually you just drink like that much. Exactly. Yeah, you that much, a little bit. In the like glass. like it's still fizzy, you know, fizzy when you uh, when you drink it. I didn't know that because I've had Basque cider before. Yeah, and I've I've had some bottles that were so bitter, and I, I don't really mean bitter, maybe tart. Yeah. I don't know what, what's the word for tart in French? Egg? Astringent. Astringent, like astringent. Yes. Okay. Kind of. No, that was not. Yeah. Sort of. Sort of, yeah. Well, yeah, tart. you can say no. <laughs> okay, no, no, no. I've been trying to find a word for tart in French for a long time, and it doesn't necessarily, a lot of words don't correspond in English yeah. and vice versa. And that's why it's good to be bilingual or trilingual. You speak Chinese, well, English. Yeah. Well, well. Yeah. If you were selling tables and vases, I, I was I, I speak Spanish a little bit. Ah, okay. Yeah, because I was selling in South America as well. Do you but speak Breton? I don't speak Breton, and I'm not planning to do. <laughs> well, nobody, you know, they teach Breton. I think at Harvard University in America. Really? But they should come to Brittany. Why they are doing it? Harvard is so expensive. No, I think that I mean, they, they were can... worried that the language was disappearing, and ah, okay. I think they decided. Oh, so it's considered as like yeah, a... it's a study. So. <laughs> so it's... <laughs> I just read this amazing article in the Washington Post. This guy in Washington, D.C., he's a carpet cleaner. And he cleans carpets for a living. Like, he comes in and, and he speaks something like, I'm just guessing, it's like 37 languages fluently. And he has no training. And he speaks these really obscure languages, too. He just picks them up. And it's, it was an incredible article. And he cleans carpets, and he's happy doing that. I'm, I'm, I'm. You, you, you have no idea. I was like when I was in high school. I was the worst. I was the worst in Spanish. The worst in English. Oh really? I yeah, I know. I'm, I'm. It's another things like we, we didn't have time to discuss because we cannot discuss right. about everything. But I think the, the 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 process of learning like language in the world mainly is wrong. I mean, the, the best way to learn it is like. To travel, like to be, in, right. I mean, I know it's easy to say it, but it mean like I encourage people like to go like encourage, it, encourage, right, encourage yeah. people, encourage people like to, for example, after the high school to go one year abroad and mm -hmm. learn because the the best way to learn language is like to to really like yeah. be confront, like yeah. you know, like not understanding for a while yeah. and like it need to be hard, mm -hmm. you know, like and then you because I mean as. Amazing, you can uh, like learn English in books. You will not get the right. little, you know, like the way, you know, like it's a conversation, yeah. you know, like it, it's difference between know how to speak English and like be funny, for example, in English or, you right. know. That's why it's hard to write in another language versus speak. Exactly. Well, it's, it's interesting because I've had people who are like French teachers come over to France and yet they're French. They have trouble communicating with people. Mm -hmm. um, and French people, like I've had people say to me, well, French people correct you and they're very strict about their language. And that hasn't, you know, I've been here 20 years and that hasn't been my experience. I came here not speaking French and I just speak it. I learned enough of it to be able to communicate, but... I've never had somebody like, yell at me because of my French or anything. People have been very encouraging, actually. Oftentimes, people will speak in English to me, even before I open my mouth, which I find very interesting. 
because I'll have my little French jacket on, you know, I'll have my bicycle and my little French vegan sneakers or something. Yeah. Yeah. And people, but so when, when they heard your accent, they speak French, English with you directly? No, he, before I say anything. Really? Yeah. Can I help you? I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> Do you look like I'm an American? Yeah, I'm not smiling. I'm like, we were, uh, I mean, we, I mean, as the, the waiters, I, I, I asked them and also like, because um, people like the, my, my boss used to teach me the same, like, when you serve, because I used to work in the Marais, in the in oh, restaurants. Yeah. It's all. And then he told me, like, always speak French. If they want to speak English with you, they will speak mm -hmm. English with you. But it's rude, like, to speak directly English to someone, like, as you, like, just, like... I mean, then if you feel like the, you know, the first sentence is, like, okay, whatever. I mean, yeah. you can say, do you want? But it's it's the asking, like, yeah. if they want is the minimum, you know, you can say, like... Yeah. And sometimes they love to speak French and they want because they say, I need to learn, I need yeah, to speak more. Yeah, I want more. to practice. Yes, I want to practice. And well, I mean, we are waiters, so we, it's not going to be like, I mean. Well, I recently went to like a nice restaurant with a friend of mine who's a restaurant food writer. Mm -hmm. And he speaks very good French and my French is fine. But they said, you know, they started speaking to us in English and then we were like, we answered them in French. And they're like, oh, do you want to speak French? Like, sure. But then every person that came to the table, they spoke English to us. And it was kind of uncomfortable after a while. To switch to English? Yeah. To French? No? No, to switch to English. Because they were, they'd come out, like, usually in a nice restaurant, they, they size you up, as we say. They calculate, you know, okay, these people, they're Americans, but they speak French. And we can speak, they said, like, they would communicate, like, the maitre d'. And it was kind of awkward after a while, because they would come over and sort of awkwardly try to explain things in English to us. This is the, you know, and they were, they were just, it was painful. Yeah, but sometimes it's hard also, like, I, I remember, like, I mean, even here, when everyone speak English, to arrive yeah. in the room and speak French, yeah. you, you feel like you are broken the, the mood, yeah. you know, like, or something like that. Yeah. So it's better like, to just like ask in English and it's more fluent, you know, like in the service. Like, I don't know, that's what I feel, but maybe not. Yeah, I don't, I have a friend who has a shop here and he speaks perfect English, but he said he always speaks French to people, even if they're tourists. And I said, well, you know, maybe people would be reassured if you spoke English to them because sometimes they're afraid. And he didn't see that. He's not doing it to be a jerk. He's doing it, he said, it's to be polite. So I think there's a lot of nuance. But I can say one thing for sure is I'm, I had too much of the 9% side. Yeah. I'm just kidding. This no, is, no, I mean, I this, say, you're always going to get a friendly welcome here. So. No, no, no. <laughs> but this is, like, this is like the, 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 the as, as I told you, when you enter here, uh, in Nassiroe, you are here like for an adventure, you know, like mm -hmm. adventure outside the world. Yeah. So we tell story of our customer, like where, because they're like, yeah, but uh, who are the first who made cider and mm -hmm. stuff? So we're like, okay, guess, for example, where guess the apples come from? Mm -hmm. The first apples. Yeah, you know. I no. want to say America. No. <laughs> okay. No, wait, uh, Romania, maybe, or. Mm, you're getting closer. Okay. Because that's where they have a lot of roses. Yeah. In Romania. Yeah, yeah. So would it be, wouldn't it be Arab, Arabia? It's. Not Arabia. Okay. Would be in southern the, Italy. No, more north. More north of southern southern Italy. Would it be? No, for Arabia. Oh, okay. The Middle East, the Arabesque, the Iran, Iraq, Syria, up north. Oof, and this is like a, yeah, like a is, geography. No, part. actually, like to make like uh, as now we know, like the first apples mm -hmm. came like where like uh, out from Kazakhstan. Okay. Yeah, in the ah, mountain okay. of Tian Shan, in the border of China and Kazakhstan. Oh, and okay. it came in Europe, as we kind of know now, with the <clears throat> road of seal. 
Silk Road. Silk Road. Okay. Or seal. No, so, yes. Okay. In the Silk Road, yeah. Okay. The traveler from Asia ah. brought some apples in Italy and then Spain and then he okay. brought to Normandy. Speaking of apples, have you had, they call them mountain apples in English and they eat them in Japan. They grate them over like noodles and they're really gluey. Uh, no. Mountain apple. It's called a mountain apple. I don't know what it's called in Japanese, unfortunately, or French, but... But I, I know, I mean, Japanese, uh, the, the, the connection between the Japanese and the apples are, mm. like, amazing. I know they are one of the uh, first <coughs> countries in the world who import cider. Ah, okay. From um, France. Yes. From well, France, from everywhere. Yeah. Well, from Spain, from... Even, like, they are, like, the, the second are, like, the US, mm -hmm. but the first one are Japan. Ah, okay. Well, the Japanese are, you know, I don't want to generalize about a culture, but... The Japanese are often very fascinated by French culture. Yes, I know. And as are Americans. So anybody out there, whether you're Japanese, whether you're American, whether you're French, Spanish, from Kazakhstan, from Iraq, you can come to this wonderful cider bar and shop, La Cidrerie in Paris. Um, it's a great place to actually just come. You don't really, you know, you don't make reservations. You just come in. It's like yeah, a bar, course, cafe, and it's super friendly. It's like, uh, it does, we, we are trying to make an identity of like a cider uh, yeah. in Paris to, to create the own, like yeah. his, his own style, his own like, and we open another one. Yes, in the 17th. In the 17th, coming soon. more west of Paris, a little bit bigger, but uh, actually it's going to be as welcome as this one. Okay. And it's in uh, the Batignolles and it's going to be great. And David going to be, of course. I will be the first, I'll be the first, like the one I was, I was the, the first. invited uh, to the opening, of ah, course. Okay, that, I'm looking forward to that. Well, th <laughs> thank you so much, Benoit. Marinos. Yes. But I can't, I don't have, I have no Greek accent. Benito, um, Benito Marinos. Benito Marino, <laughs> Marinos. You say the S. Sorry? In Greek. You'd say that, pronounce the S in yes, Greek. Yes, you pronounce the, the Marinos. S, yes. Marinos. In French, do you say Marino? Uh, Marinos. But in French? Yes, in French. You pronounce oh. the S as well in French. Oh, okay. Don't tell the French. <laughs> Even though you're French. Yeah, I know. There's people ask, yeah. uh, Marino? Yeah, no, 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 Marino. Marinos. Yes, I say I have French Thomas, yeah. who are Swiss. And in German, you say Thomas. But in French, you say Thomas. Thomas. Yeah. yeah. But they're Swiss French. Speaking, so it's a little, it's a little yeah, confusing. I mean, the, the, I, if I was not French, I will never learn this language. Really. Yeah. I think it's the word, the orthography is the worst. And I, I cannot even explain them. Why the H is not, I'm like, wait, stop. Yeah. We don't pronounce the H. I mean, you do. Harry, I mean, you have the. Yeah, but we don't pronounce the K, like a knife, knowledge. It's true. So we have our own quirks. But English is great because I speak it, but French is great too. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Next next time you come for a podcast, we do it in French, right? Sure. I'll do your <laughs> podcast if you do one. Of course. Okay. Thank you so much for doing this, for doing this tasting, Benoit. Thanks to come. It was great to see you as usual. Someday we're going to go out and have Chinese food because you lived in China and we often discuss our favorite restaurants in Paris and ones that aren't our favorites. Which restaurant are you going? I don't know. We're, we're going to try. I mentioned one and you said, no, it's not good. Which and I, I forgot you had lived in China. I'm like, well, I'm from San Francisco. Oh, do you want my opinion of the best no, Chinese restaurant? We were going to go out once, and okay. I remember I said, well, I'm from San Francisco, so I know. And you're like, then I looked at you, and I was like, oh, he lived in China. No, <laughs> I'm not. Like, it's just like, yeah, we have like, I, I, I've been to a few like good Chinese restaurants here. What's your world. favorite Chinese restaurant in New it's York? It's the and one, uh, it's called uh, the, um, La Taverne de Zao. Yes. 
It's really good. It's good. I mean, it's the first time I eat some Chinese food. Uh, or, I mean, outside of China, and I feel I was like on the street of like Shaofan, you yeah. know, like, and I was drinking those like like um, bun, you know, like with meat inside mm. and like the yeah, rice and like and the little momo, and I was yeah. like, okay, that's exactly what I ordered when I was like in uh, in Shanghai. So yeah, uh, the Thailand dessert for me, top one. Okay, I like that too. There's a couple others that are okay. I like, yeah, then, I, like I, mean, the I think it's the price range. The Thailand dessert is not really, it's no. not expensive at no. all. So you don't feel like, you know, for example, I will not say names, but some other Chinese restaurants by the okay. canal. Uh, <laughs> so it was really nice to talk to you. <laughs> no, I actually like no, that. No, but restaurant. yeah. I mean, and in Belleville also, like, uh, you can find also, like, really nice. Uh, we need to go to the hood. Yeah, it's we need to go to the hood. Yeah, yeah, of um, course. But it's very good. It's very authentic. Next so. time. Okay. It was super to have cider with you, to chat with you, Benoit. The place is called La Cidrerie in Paris. There are going to be two locations. The first one is in the 10th arrondissement. Is this considered the 10th? Yeah, it is. Okay, the 10th. Okay, they changed. The new one is coming in the 17th. And I'm looking forward to the opening of that. If people want to find me once I'm, a, I'm whoop, it's that 9% cider. If people want to find me, <laughs> I'm at davidlebovitz.substack.com. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you. Thank you for coming, David. And thank you for having me. It's great to be here. Thank you. Bye.